tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. And welcome to Tinfoil Hat. You know who I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Thank you very much. See how that's done? It's seamless. There's no breath. Then you say it. You say, I'm here to rock. Joining me as always, my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend, XG, and the place to be, Xavier Guerrero. What's up? Yo, I, what up? He's going to find out who says it better. I want him to. No, 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 dude. Johnny, we need Johnny to focus on the ones and twos. Joining us, (laughs) as always, our good friend, Johnny Woodard, everybody. Uh, XG says it better. Okay. All right. All right. Too bad your vote doesn't matter. Guys, if you uh, thank you guys so much again for coming out to uh, Oklahoma and coming out to uh, Fort Worth. Packed shows, both sold out. And I uh, cannot thank you guys enough. It is amazing to see how many truth people out there. The swarm showed up in bunches. The swarm was everywhere. It's good to know we got swarm in Texas. We got swarm in Oklahoma. And uh, we're going to be coming around sooner than later. So stay in touch. Uh, you can get all my dates at samtriplee.com. Uh, you can also watch my specials. I have two specials, Live from the Viper Room, okay? Armageddon, Zero Fox, both available on samtriplee.com. Watch them for free because that's who I am, all right? If you want to support the show, man, go to the Patreon, patreon.com backslash tinfoil hat, man. I'm putting anywhere from... F- Two, three hours of content up there. You get all the four record uh, prank calls. Everything goes on there. I'm going to be doing something on the coronavirus uh, today or tomorrow. So please support the show. It's only $5 a month. And you're getting upwards of 12 hours of bonus, bonus content. Okay? And then I, if you love the shirts, they're all up there, man. Go to tinfoilhattshirts.com and we got them all. I killed Epstein, the Bigfoot Wars, Psychic Bigfoot. They're all there. Johnny, there's a little box on that. I just need you to know on our screen. There's a little box. If it's not there on yours, that's fine. You want to see what it looks like over here? It's a little box. Anyways, so that's it. That is the business. Go support the show. Support everything. Uh, it's so much. Guys, today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Blue Chew. They're back. We're proud. Bang, bang. Okay? Blue Chew, one of our top sponsors. Guys, uh, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Well, you can now. Now you can increase your performance with extra, extra, extra conditioning in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's right. Blue like the color Color blue, simple. Blue Chew brings the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Seattle. And you know I love it, dude. You know I love it. I go sometimes you go to these uh, gas stations, right? And you see like right. I saw Rhino 100K. 
I don't even know what that number means. Did they have 5,000, 2,000? Like you, you... 5,000, 2,000 XG. I just said 100K. That's 100 rhinos. No, that's what I'm saying. They've, it varies. 100,000 rhinos. What I'm trying to say, it varies. You don't know what you're taking. You Your best option is to tell that guy what she doesn't know. He yeah. just wants you to you're buy like, something. like, hey, babe, get ready for the force of 1,000, 100,000 rhinos. With Blue Chew, you know. Because they're real. And you know me, dude. I'm always ready for the apocalypse. All right, because I'm going to have to basically save humanity by getting everybody pregnant. All right. So I got to be ready to rock when the zombies are coming. I have to be in it to win it. Okay. And thanks to our good friends at Blue Chew. They're American. It's American pill for American men to make American women appreciate American men. You got me, Johnny? Johnny's got a new girlfriend that no one's ever met. And if she is real, okay, he'd like to get a little weird with her. He's going to need a blue chew. It's by design that she's never met you. Okay, Johnny. All right, where is she now? France? Listen to me, man. She's at work. She's employed. America. If you love America, you love American boners, okay? Again, that's bluechew.com. Promo code, okay? Tin foil hat. All right? Go get it. Tin foil foil hat blue choose better cheaper faster and that my friends is what it's all about that's right tinfoil hat use the promo code tinfoil hat and get that blue chew dude go online pharmaceutical bam right there you get a prescription and bam you are cooking with gas and your lady will appreciate it okay we need more truth people out there we need more ladies you know the conspiracy ladies are smoke shows okay and they appreciate American boners made by American companies. All right. That's tin foil hat promo code. All right, guys. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to our, uh, who else? Wait, no, that's it right there. That's it. Bam. That's business. That is business, my friend. Guys, uh, I'm very excited about having this next guest on. Uh, this is a topic that I'm very interested in. You know, when I was doing research about Oklahoma, uh, I saw many different uh, different conspiracies out there. Obviously, we already did the episode on the uh, Bigfoot Wars of 1855, and I thought this was a very interesting one as well. So uh, please welcome to the show to talk to us about the history that was Black Wall Street. Please welcome Bishop Larry Gators, everybody. How are you, Bishop Larry? How are you? What do you want me to call you? Bishop Larry? Bishop Larry Gators? What would you like? Yeah. Bishop would be fine. Brother Sam and, and everyone, everyone out there in Los Angeles, thank you so much for inviting me to your powerful show tonight. Well, my, my friend, it's you that we are lucky to have on because I know you're a very busy man. You got a lot of stuff going on. So the fact that you took a moment to come on our show and uh, talk to us about this uh, unknown but very important time in history. But before we get into it, uh, Larry, please tell us what you uh, – your radio show, your podcast, your your website, your Twitter, your Instagram, whatever you want our, uh, the Swarm to know about, please tell us about it. Yes, sir. I am the uh, nationally syndicated uh, talk show host uh, for Global Spiritual Revolution Radio and Media Group on the Life Radio Network, um, 92.9 FM, 1460 AM here in New York City, New York. And also we're nationally internationally syndicated through the iHeart Radio Network in the iHeart Media Group. Also here in New York City, New York, your listeners can go to liferadionj.com. Again, liferadionj.com uh, forward slash Gators, that's G-A-I-T-E-R-S. Uh, you can also uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just type in GSRR Media Group New York again. 
GSRR Media Group, New York. And again, uh, I am the host of Global Spiritual Revolution Radio and Media Group for the past 25 years. So really excited about that and really excited to really unpack this uh, powerful topic tonight concerning uh, the history and the origins of Black Wall Street. You know, it's very interesting when uh, I heard about Black Wall Street, I was like, how come, you know, we had a talk in between our last show and this show about like how we never get taught real history in history class. And it's almost like programming and stuff like that. And uh, I feel like this is a big part of that. You know, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Like, you know, within my friends, I, I we are, I live in LA. It's a very multiple, multiple, multicultural society where we live, this city we live in. And, you know, it's like, I, I couldn't think of being racist against anybody. I like, I love the diversity that we live in. This weaponized diversity that Hollywood's gone, that's a whole different thing. But the beauty of uh, this multiculturalism, multiculturalism that we live in, um, I think it's one of our country's like greatest strengths is that, you know, I can live in Los Angeles and I can jump in a, a taxi drove by an Armenian and go to a nightclub and hear urban music and meet a Mexican chick and go get Chinese food and like all that. I love the yeah. diversity of that, man, that. But when you hear about the stories like this, it like sinks my heart to know that there was a group of people trying to grow and be and be better their lives, and that some bigoted and, and some very ugly people just basically took fire to it and destroyed it. And so, uh, makes me sad because when, you know I, I hear a lot of people, and, I, and and again, you could correct me if I'm wrong. Sometimes I I hear a lot of stuff about racism here and racism there, and you know I, I maybe because I'm not a racist, I get like, come on, dude, not everybody hates everybody. But I know institutional racism was a big part of our country's history and a big part of the legal and, uh, you know, the, the, our legal system, our law enforcement system was riddled and rot with, with institutional racism. And people need to acknowledge that and that part of our history. So where would you like to be begin, sir? What, wh where, would you, where would you like this journey to take our listeners on? Where would you like to start? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sam, and to all of your listeners. Um, the history and the origins of Black Wall Street, in order to understand uh, what's going on today uh, in the foreground, we got to go back to the background. Very few people in America, but also specifically in black America, even knows about this part of history. And so if we can just kind of lay the foundation here concerning um, the history or the historicity of the origins of Black Wall Street, uh, it begins in, in 1763. Uh, when we talk about the U.S. origins of the smallpox uh, conspiracy, okay, uh, when the uh, British Empire in 1763 uh, challenged the powers that be here in the United States at uh, Fort Pitt there in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, and I believe it was built around 1758, but quickly here, um, the Indian population, Brother Sam, was almost decimated and destroyed because of the uh, deep state of the British Empire had laced uh, a lot of the blankets and a lot of the, the clothing with smallpox. 
So then uh, they, the British government wanted to end, uh, wanted um, the Indians to end their alliance with the French. So the Native American national structure, Brother Sam, was nearly destroyed because of this colonial germ warfare. And we're talking about going back as early as the 1400s through Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus is not a hero. I don't know why we celebrate his birthday, but he had almost decimated the Indians going back to the early 1400s, uh, along with uh, Amerigo Vespucci, from whence we get the term America, who was a, br a brutal slave owner. And he had laced a lot of the uh, native Indians here in the United States with smallpox. So when I'm doing, I'm a black conservative, Brother Sam, I'm not teaching victimhood. But my assignment here tonight is kind of the, the, the lay the background structure in order for your listeners to understand um, the tragedy, uh, the, um, the massacre of what happened uh, back on uh, May the 30th, uh, 1921. I'm very and excited so about this. I just want to jump in real quick because, well, you know, you brought up something. Why do we why do we celebrate? you know, Christopher Columbus, I being half Armenian, half Italian at a very early age said, I would rather celebrate Joe DiMaggio as an Italian than celebrate Christopher Columbus. You know, these, these pirates, and he was a pirate, man. His job was to find Absolutely. gold for the queen. That was his job. And what is, you know, we've learned this over very, uh, over time, brother Larry, is that we have we, what is up is really down, sir, right? Yeah. What, we get taught the opposite of what is really real. And if you take a look at today and we talk deep state, that's a wonderful term to use on the show, about how we talk about how these people are using chemical weapons on their civilians, that is exactly what was done here. We that, that Exactly. You go back to uh, President Andrew Jackson uh, in the May 20th, 1830, the Indian Removal Act uh, through the Trail of Tears. And so we, if we, uh, we, in order for us to understand what happened to Black Wall Street, we have to go back further into history, uh, 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 Brother Sam, to understand what happened to the indigenous Indians. Okay. Now, as we move forward here quickly, um, between 1901 and 1907, uh, the state of Oklahoma in 1907 becomes the 46th state in these United States of America. Uh, a man by the name of Wyatt Tate Brady, an oil man, to all of your listeners, always remember this key word that I'm going to be uh, teaching your listeners uh, throughout the broadcast tonight, and that is the term oil or oil man, okay? And so there's a reason why Black Wall Street was destroyed wasn't just because of a systematic racism. It goes deeper than that. So Wyatt Tate Brady, an oil man, a politician, a high-level uh, Ku Klux Klansman, a KKK, and the founder of Tulsa, Oklahoma, who was uh, one of the founding fathers of the Oklahoma State Democratic Party. And so I want to preface this to your listeners. The KKK was not created by the Republican Party. The KKK was created by the left, by the Democratic Party. And so as we move here, forward here quickly in 1898, this Wyatt Tate Brady, um, Brother Sam, signed the official charter uh, to incorporate Tulsa, Oklahoma 
1907. Now, the Democratic Party uh, dominated uh, Oklahoma politics for a period between 1907 to 1994. Now, let's get into the, the origins of Black Wall Street. Now, Black Americans came to the state of Oklahoma uh, during the Native American removal uh, in the 1830s, when I said it just a few minutes ago, when uh, President Andrew Jackson, uh, Jackson systematically had um, removed the Indians from their territories so that the United States government could overtake the land. Why? Because the land that the Indians occupied had oil and mineral reserves. Oh okay? my God, here so we are again. Yeah. The same story that we see that we're doing in the Middle East. It went from like a it's thing. Same, the same thing the, is to divide and conquer. And so then we're talking about in 1863, quickly, the Emancipation Proclamation. Two years later, in 1865, the 13th Amendment, Amendment thus abolishing slavery, Jim Crow. Now, Jim Crow, and I'm, I'm coming up to Black Wall Street. Now, I'm just kind of laying this foundation no for your listeners. Take your time, yes. man. I'm loving this. Take your time. Absolutely. Whatever you want Absolutely. to talk about, I'm in, my yes, friend. Sir. So when we understand Jim Crowism, now Jim Crow uh, was established during Reconstruction between 1865 to 1877 after the Civil War, which lasted from 1861 to 1865. Thomas D. Rice, whose nickname yeah. was Daddy Rice, uh, wrote a song concerning uh, slavery, concerning uh, this term uh, that we all know, this powerful term of Jim Crowism, okay? So this slave song that he wrote entitled Jump Jim Crow. So then Thomas D. Rice, from whom the Jim Crow laws were named after, owned a plot of land, uh, uh, Brother Sam, during the uh, early to mid uh, 1800s, uh, actually up until 1845, he owned a, a plot of land in Oklahoma, and that plot of land covers what we call Greenwood, Oklahoma, or Black Wall Street. Oh, it's my. Ah, there you go. So then that's from the book, The Luciferian, The Elite Secret Knowledge of Power, Money, and Control by Dr. Andre uh, Drozowski. Now, quickly here, in uh, eight, from 1860 to 1933, here, is, here are the key players, uh, Brother Sam, who were uh, orchestrated, okay, uh, to bring about a destruction of what we call Black Wall Street in Greenwood, Oklahoma. Charles Nathaniel Haskell, a lawyer and a oil man, okay, a politician, was the first governor of the state of Oklahoma. He also enacted the Jim Crow laws in the 1930s. Okay, okay? real quick, before we're getting into the destruction, yep. I just I just want to lay a little foundation down, okay? Yes. First of all, uh, Jim Crow laws were, I mean, so my, my history, what I know of history, the Jim Crow laws were, were so destructive to yes. uh, the black community as as the war on drugs, as as the hip hop uh, uh, crime rhyme uh, culture that we're doing. But but, when, you know, we recently had this this uh, brush up where this one comedian did an Asian joke and these these Asians, uh, these Asian actors who are in a movie called Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> 
uh, enacted this political correctness thing, bringing up a word that they said was used to demonize uh, their people 150 years ago. But what they weren't telling their 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 listeners or their fans that today in this environment, Asians uh, have a higher uh, standard of living than Jews, higher standing of living than whites. They have the most two uh, parent, the highest rate of two parent households and the most uh, uh, doctors, uh, the highest ratio of doctors in any population. And in particular, when we talk about uh, uh, two parent households, like why that makes them so different than the black community. Community, why we have seen the systematic destruction of the black family unit. So these people who have all tried to hijack the civil rights movement from the black community, yes. like they can't even, like, dude, it's it's almost laughable that actors in a movie called Crazy Rich Asians are trying to act like they're, what they've been through in these modern days has nothing to, is even close to what the black community went through. And the reason I bring this up is be, I, I have this joke and I can never make it work, but I go, if you're not doing well right now, uh, some of it, not all of it, has to do with what your ancestor did. And that was robbed from the black community, dude. They were never allowed to accumulate in her, uh, uh, right. generational wealth. They were never allowed to do right. that. They were crippled no, out no. the gate. And that was by design. That, And I'm so 100%. glad that you brought that up. That, that was by design, you know, and, and this black Wall Street, and I'm so ha very happy that you reached out to me um, Brother Sam, concerning this Black Wall Street, because it needs to be talked about, because it's all interconnected with, into what you're saying. And, and by the way, as a sign note quickly, the greatest destruction and tragedy of, of, of the Black family is not racism. The greatest destruction and tragedy of the Black family today is the lack of fathers in Black yeah. homes. Yes. That's the destruction. That Done. it's it's not racism because racism is always going to be here. But if you have that father, okay, I don't care what type of ethnicity he has. When you have that father in that home, that father can direct that son and daughter how to navigate around racism. So it, it goes right back to the history and to the origins of what we call the originations of Black Wall Street. Now, one of the other key players was a man by the name of William Henry Murray, who was the first Speaker of the House in the Oklahoma House of Representatives, a high-ranking Klansman, okay? Oh All of the God. Democratic Party in Oklahoma was not Republicans. They were Democrats. There okay? you go. So real quick, Larry, I'm, I'm sorry, just because I want to get to what this is. Before we decide get into the destruction of Black Wall Street, I want to know what was Black Wall Street, meaning why yeah. did this scare everybody? What did it represent? Because you know Johnny is uh, the guy's running the ones and twos for me, and he brought he's from North Carolina, and he brought up that there what was that? In, there was the one thing that you had brought up. Yeah, there was a coup in Wilmington, a, a, a government. Uh, of mostly blacks and then whites that were yes. working with blacks at the time was elected in, in the city of Wilmington in North yeah. Carolina. And they were overthrown by 2000, like a white mob basically overthrew that government and yes. murdered hundreds of people. And then the state took it out of all the textbooks and would not report, would not teach that history uh, and still doesn't up to this point. I mean, they tried to bury it basically. So we history. see this happening all the, we see yeah. this happening again. And listen, man, I, I, I really got to say this to not, this isn't to you, Larry, but this is to the listeners. We must right. realize 
that we are more like than we are different. And I know we live in this culture right now that gets us all to fight with each other over scraps. You know, there's the demons, you know, there's the gay agenda. There's the Jewish agenda. There's white people are racist. And it's all this shit that they just get us all to fight with each other. And at the very top, it's the same people. So, you know, man, yes, I, I get when I hear white privilege, I go nuts. I'm from upstate New York, man. My area is riddled with heroin and crystal meth. I have a, I have a cousin whose husband's in jail for cooking crystal meth. I have, a, I have family members whose family right. unit is completely destroyed. So when I hear people say white privilege, it drives me crazy. And then when I hear white people get mad at when we talk black, I go, you have to understand that. Because that's what's happening to your community right now. And it's just the truth, man. Absolutely. And one of your staff members who brought up the Wilmington, um, North Carolina conspiracy. And, and it's so interesting that they should bring that up. A couple of weeks ago, I was on a radio broadcast uh, in Dallas, Texas, talking about that same situation where you had the North Carolina Democratic Party full of Klansmen and racists, uh, you know, overtook duly elected Republican and populist politicians, okay, burnt down an all-black Republican conservative newspaper, okay, and and the the model, for, not to get away from Black Wall Street, but for the model of the uh, North Carolina Democratic Party during that time was to lynch every Negro and to bury their bodies Okay, in the Red Sea or in the uh, the Red Scared Sea or River in North Carolina. So you hit a powerful nerve. Your, your your staff member hit a powerful nerve with me because this is not coming from the right. This is being perpetuated from the left. Yeah, and and, and, and give, give me a few minutes here quickly here because again, Sam, I, I love absolutely love your show, um, uh, sir, because it's exposing the things that need to be exposed. This. Uh, Klansman William Henry Murray quickly here uh, became the ninth governor of the state of Oklahoma. And he, again, he was also one of the founding members of the Oklahoma Democratic Party, okay, who uh, was instrumental on calling on the National Guard on the afternoon of May the 30th, 1921. Okay, to 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 uh, recruit thousands and thousands and thousands of soldiers from the National Guard to get into airplanes, which was a surplus of planes that they use in World War One to drop turpentine bombs on the black citizens of Greenwood, Oklahoma. Why? It wasn't just because of racism. The land that these uh, that the black citizens oh of uh, Oklahoma had oil, had mineral rights. That's the reason why that they bombed uh, Greenwood, Oklahoma. Okay, and, and check this. Why was it? Why was Greenwood, Oklahoma bombed? Okay, it all started because a 17-year-old white girl. And again, I'm not I'm not teaching racism or black and white. What I'm doing is systematically exposing the left here tonight as we're exposing the origins of Black Wall Street. The mayor of Tulsa, Oklahoma, was a man by the name of T.D. Evans, okay, uh, whose niece was a young 17-year-old white girl by the name of Sarah Page. Sarah Page got a job, 
okay, as an elevator operator at the, at the Drexel building a week before the massacre, massacre. Number one, how does a 17-year-old girl get a job? She's the, she was the niece of the mayor of Tulsa, Oklahoma, T.D. Evans, who was also a high-ranking uh, KKK Grand Wizard. He was also uh, a member of the Knights of Liberty, which is an offshoot, Brother Sam, of the KKK. So here is a young black uh, African-American man, 19 years old, okay, uh, by the name of Dick Rowland, who was a shoe shiner, and he needed to use the restroom. And, and by the way, this is Memorial Day. Why is why are government buildings open on, on Memorial Day? I'll get to that in, in a couple of minutes. Wow. So oh, the Sarah Page, Sarah Page is the elevator operator. And so uh, this Dick Rowland, who's 19 years old, runs to the elevator, trips and falls accidentally and touches her, her right foot, touches her foot. She cries racism. OK, now here is a man by the name by, by the name of William Hale, H-A-L-E, who was the George Soros of that day. Oh, Oil man. man. OK. And this William Hale, who had financially orchestrated um, the destruction, the Holocaust of Black Wall Street, was given millions of dollars to the National Guard. OK, to the governor of the state of Oklahoma. OK all involved in this conspiracy to decimate a people. So this William Hale also uh, was uh, indicted in 1929 because he was killing off all of the Osage Indians in Central and South Oklahoma. Why? Because these Indians were multimillionaires who were making millions of dollars because of oil that was on their land. So William Hale, the Democratic Party, and the, these white Klansmen wanted the oil, not just from the Indians, my friend, but also from the black citizens of Wall Street, okay? So quickly here, now, your, 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 your question is, why Wall Street? Why, why was Greenwood, uh, Oklahoma, uh, called Wall Street? There was a section of Greenwood, Oklahoma, and by the way, Greenwood, Oklahoma, was anywhere from 35 to 50 blocks in circumference, okay? So Greenwood, Oklahoma, had a section called Millionaire's Rose, okay? Millionaire Row, okay? Uh, a black multimillionaire by the name of O.W. Gurley, capital G-U-R-L-E-Y, uh, bought the land which is now called Greenwood, in 1889. He bought 40 acres of land without the mule, but he bought 40 <laughs> acres of land, yeah. which is now called Greenwood, Oklahoma, including his partner, J.B. Strafford, brought, bought um, this parcel of land. So on the morning of May the 30th, 1921, this is getting good now. So this Dick Rowling, a young black kid, innocent, a shoe shiner, Accident, accidentally trips and touches the foot of Sarah Page, who is the niece of the mayor of Tulsa, Oklahoma, T.D. Evans, according to the book The Burning by uh, Dr. Tim Madigan. So here, as we break this thing down, so this Sarah Page had gotten hired a week before the massacre 
on the 23rd of May in 1921 as an elevator operator underage at the Drexel building in downtown Tulsa. So on the morning of May the 30th, 1921, she cries rape, okay? They arrest this young man. And then, check this out. Oh my the Tulsa Tribune paper in the morning Tulsa Daily newspaper had already printed the front page from the previous day on the 29th, but they post-dated it for the 30th the following day. They set this thing up before. Why? As a pretext. They used the girl as a pretext to bring about one of the greatest yes. destructions uh, of any section in the United States history. Larry, okay? what you're talking and about is a false flag. Which yes. We've seen, yeah. What we've seen over and over again this, these, listen, man, I really sometimes wonder if we took out all these, and I'm just going to call them lizard people because who knows who they are, these elitists, right? If we took these elitist people out, how many wars do you think would really happen? How much violence do you think would really happen? How many, how much crashing of the economies would happen? I think very little. How much pain and suffering, how much drug addiction would happen? I think very, very little. I think a lot of this stuff is manufactured to make money for very rich people who will never feel the, the pain of their, their actions. We're seeing it right yeah, now. They don't, yeah, they don't care. They don't care. I'm going to say something as a side note in, uh, uh, concerning Kobe Bryant. That this was not an accident. I love it. Oh, I don't. I don't want to hear about clouds and rains, and I don't want to hear that crap. This was. This was not random, Sam. Okay, I'm going to get to that later on because he represented the present day Black Wall Street. I agree. And so there was something that the deep state was asking Kobe that he was refusing to do. You see, you, you have to understand how darkness uh, uh, represents. I love that. And so, yes. absolutely. So this, this black Wall Street, you had 70 black men with guns going downtown, okay, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on the 30th of May in 1921, not to be killing any white people, but to, to help the sheriff to protect this young man, okay, Dick Rowland, from being lynched. And so these key players, it's William Hare and Charles Haskell and William Murray, Murray okay, all these Klansmen, okay, Governor James B.A. Robinson was involved with this conspiracy. Mayor T.D. Evans, all were complicit with the National Guard. They had gotten airplanes from the surplus from World War I, was dropping turpentine bombs, okay, oh on the God. citizens. Of Black Wall Street. The National Guard also uh, had gotten uh, at trucks, machine guns on the back of trucks entering Greenwood like it's Iraq or Iran. Okay? So the citizens of Black Wall Street were black conservatives. Uh, by the, the way, Larry, I love black conservatives. I'm telling you this. I'm sorry to yes. jump in. I love black conservatives. I love them. So real quick, I just want to set the stage real quick before we get into the yeah. destruction. So is Black Wall Street, was it like Johnny and I were talking about on the drive? There's a place over here called 
uh, a part of L.A. called Black Hollywood, right? And that's it's a very uh, Black uh, Beverly Hills. Black Black Beverly Hills. It's a very affluent. Uh, urban right. area. It's like a lot of people who are doing amazing stuff in this town, and uh, it's that area. Was that what was the was the business oil? Was the black community making money off oil banking? Was it commerce? What made this area so uh, affluent that it made people nervous? That is such a great question. It Johnny was a combination again. of oil. It was a combination <laughs> of mineral rights. And also, they were setting on prime real estate that the establishment from the left wanted. Okay, so when we say Black Wall Street, you have Black doctors, you have Black uh, Black bankers, Black business owners, Black dentists. Okay, Black grocery stores. You had Black taxis. You had uh, Black schools. Okay, you even had a couple of Black seminaries. You had a company that built private airplanes what we call private jets black wall street okay that was the financial structure of black washington now remember during the 1970s there was an rb band called the gap band and those men are from greenwood oklahoma and they wrote a song during the 1970s you dropped the bomb on me that was concerning black wall street you dropped the bomb on me Baby. Oh, my God. Yes, that was concerning Black Wall Street. Those men, and look it up on the Internet, they were all born in Greenwood, Oklahoma, which is Black Wall Street. You dropped the bomb on me. So then you have um, the governor of the state uh, of Oklahoma, Governor James B.A. Robinson, who is also uh, a 33rd degree Mason. Okay. Oh, Um, man. Absolutely. I'm telling you, brother, this is deep, who is also a 33rd degree Mason uh, of the Scottish Rite Order, okay, uh, had sanctioned the destruction of Black Wall Street. It was a political uh, coup d'etat. It was a it was a Holocaust intended to overtake the oil, the mineral rights in the same in the subprime mortgage land of Greenwood. These were multimillionaires. Okay. They didn't need white folk. Okay. And I'm not teaching black and white. They no, were self-sustaining because, right, because of Jim like Larry, Crow. Larry, it sounds like to yeah. me, black 9-11. That's what it sounds that's like to me. A perfect analogy. Black 9-11. That's, wow. That's great. I'm going to have to use that on my radio show. Dude, it is the you're of allowed. black Thank you, sir. I, I, I'm t- it, it is the Black 9-11, okay? And so this lasted, this massacre uh, lasted from May the 30th to June the 1st of uh, 1921. Now, the governor sent in more reinforcements uh, from the National Guard on the morning of June the 1st at 9.15 a.m. Then did they go into Black Wall Street to protect the citizens? No. They were having breakfast, they were eating breakfast while the citizens in Greenwood were being slaughtered, okay? And so then, uh, 300 African-American citizens were murdered, 800 were injured, 13 non-blacks were killed, okay? Over 6,000 black people were arrested and detained and given green cards 
to go to work for a white family that they had never worked for before. They didn't need white folk. These people were self-sustained. What the system wanted was to degrade them, okay, and to put them on the psychological and the financial plantation, okay? Yeah. And so when... And even today, there are mass graves of people buried in fields, buried in oil wells. This is how wicked, okay, the left was. And so when we talk about the origins in the history of Black Wall Street, the left, it, 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 I'm telling you, it, this indicts the Democratic Party. And this is the reason why they want Donald Trump out. Now, li listen, Donald Trump is not perfect, okay? Donald Trump is not a perfect man, but I'm telling we had the lowest unemployment rate in history because of uh, President Trump. OK, we had the greatest economy in history because of President Trump. OK, and so the left wants to create this Russian hoax, this Ukraine hoax. And it's nothing but a present day Black Wall Street attempt to destroy America. And so when we talked about a minute ago, Kobe Bryant, I do not believe that this crash was accidental well, or agree. by random. Okay, see, you have to understand, see, Boole, um, there's a secret society called the Boule Secret Society. Talk to me okay? about that. Talk to me about uh, uh, that. B-O-U-L-E, which goes back to 1915, when Dr. Henry McKee Menton and six other black uh, associates who were doctors and lawyers and dentists created a black skulls and bones because they were prohibited to join the Yale University skulls and bones. So they created with Rockefeller money now, the Boule Secret Society. Kobe Bryant was a Boule. LeBron what? James is a boule, okay? Jay-Z or Gay-Z is a boule. Okay? Records? Rockefeller yes. Records? Rockefeller Records. All boule. You got you got Reverend Al, Reverend Al, vitamin B deficient sharpen. He's a boule. Jesse Jackson's a boule. They're all boules. Oh my God. By the system, okay? So the Kobe Bryant's death was not by accident. Look at his logo at the uh, at the Mamba uh, Academy. The logo with the M, with the serpent going around the letter M, uh, chewing its own tail. That is a high-level Luciferian occultic sign. Oh and if you don't God. do what the system says, they will take you out. Ask Michael Jordan concerning his father. Okay, oh so listen, so people are hearing this, I don't believe that, Bishop. I don't care. This Boule Secret Society, and thank you for bringing that up. Look, and check out the uh, Mumbai the, or the Mamba uh, Academy logo or insignia. So then the, the deep state, the present day Black Wall Street. Okay, yeah. you had Kobe Bryant, you got LeBron James, you got Oprah Winfrey, you got Denzel Washington, all are a part of the Black Skulls and Bones. Now, why were they created? They were created, Sam, to be the protectors of the system. Now, remember the Knights of the Round Table that you and I learned in yeah. school, okay, years ago. The Knights of the Round Table had nine distinct knights. 
Some say as high as 150. The nine distinct knights represents nine of the 13 Illuminati families that control 99% of the world's wealth. Okay, we are talking about Rothschilds and Rockefellers. Yeah. Okay, about the Oppenheimers. Okay, we're talking about George Soros. We're talking about um, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Club of Rome. So these nine families are designated a Boule Black Greek Letter Secret Society. Now the Boules. Uh, are the oldest black Greek lettered secret society in history, which covers nine black Greek lettered secret societies. Okay, uh, Omega Psi Phi, Louis Farrakhan is a boule. Look it up, Louis Farrakhan is a boule. So in 1941 in Los Angeles, where you guys are now, Larry, there was a Boulay uh, International Convention. Let me just, okay, at, Larry, yeah, I hate to do this at, because I, I want to get into when we took a look at the Martin Luther King assassination, okay? They were all black uh, fraternities, and you're telling me that these are Boulay's? They're all Boulay's. Jesse Jackson, Rob Abernathy. You go, you look at Reverend oh, Billy Cowles, oh, capital K-Y-L-E-S. He said on a video, okay, on YouTube, that he was instructed to move out of the way so that the shooter could have a clean shot at yep. Dr. King. They're all boulets, all of them, okay? Even the uh, Lorraine Hotel that was owned by the Bailey family, they're boulets. Dr. King was a boule, but he left the boule Sicker Society one month before his assassination. Oh. So that was a takeout, okay? Just like Kobe Bryant, okay? Let's like Whitney Houston, okay? All of these people who died in, in, in such a mysterious way so that you and I who are awakened, we are, listen, anyone that with eyes and two ears, two eyes and two ears can see and hear the Boule Secret Society, you have nine Greek black letter secret societies that each secret black letter Greek society, Omega Psi Phi, okay, all of the black Greek uh, secret societies uh, protect each of the nine nights of the round table. That's a great picture that you guys are showing. Okay, that represents uh, the Greek Sphinx in Greek Hellenistical theology that was half male, half female, representing, okay, the sexual disorientation agenda of the boule with the right paw on what we call in urn, capital U-R-N, which they keep ashes of dead people. There is a sign on the urn that represents the wheel within the wheel within the wheel which means that the boules are not only the protectors of the table. See, they don't own the table, but they are the protectors of the table. They don't own the crab barrel. They are the supervisors or the field foremans that oversee the crab barrel of black America. Why? To keep black Americans in check. This is a reason why you have people like Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois, who is so revealed, revered in Black American history. He was a boule, okay? It was Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois, 
1929, he was approached by Margaret Sanger to create the first abortion clinic in black America in 1929 in Harlem, New York. Oh, Who was responsible wow. for that? These black boule preachers. Adam Clayton Powell Sr. was involved. Adam Clayton Powell Jr. was involved. Oh so then God. Margaret Sanger gave $500 to, to each pastor in the Harlem Pastoral Alliance in April of 1929 for what? To create the first abortion clinic in black America, okay, in 1929. So then why? To abort black children. Margaret Sanger in 1926, okay, went to the uh, went to the Silver Lake, New Jersey, a town called Silver Lake, New Jersey, and spoke to the women's auxiliary of the KKK and said that black people are like human weeds. So why are black preachers supporting Margaret Sanger today? Why is it that these black boule preachers? Okay, are supporting the genocide of not just black children, but children, parents, because they've been paid off. Yeah. Ryan did not want to be paid off. You see, they want, listen, the system wants the boules, okay, to kowtow to the Luciferian system. Have you guys heard of the term buck breaking? B U C K. I've that, heard of buck dancing. Slavery. Buck dancing, uh, is that the same thing? What was that? What was that, sir? Is buck dancing the same thing? No. Almost, but not quite. When oh, you God. look at the, ter the term buck breaking, it goes back uh, to slavery, going back to the 1600s. And that term buck breaking was uh, created and designed by a slave owner by the name of Willie Lynch. Oh, Willie Lynch God. had created uh, the, um, the template of what we call buck breaking, where uh, the, the slave, most of the slaves who could not be controlled were sent to the Caribbean islands. We're talking about Cuba. We're talking about Jamaica, okay, and St. Martinique. So they were tied down to the ground, okay, chest first. They were stripped and they were molested by the slave master, okay? So when we look at slavery concerning the history and the origins of Black Wall Street, it also is manifested in buck breaking. In other words, Kobe Bryant did not want the buck break anymore. What, what did they ask him to do? Was it sexual? Was it to wear a dress? Okay. Kobe Bryant was building not just a brand, but a global uh, major studio in Hollywood. Somebody didn't want that. Well, you now, know, real quick, Larry, there's a couple things. Yeah. He was in the threat. Go ahead, Sam. Sorry about that. Uh, nope. I mean, this is 100% true. Uh, there was a big, there's a big, there was an article that came out that Kobe was going uh, to file a lawsuit against a pharmaceutical company for putting out a drug called Black Mamba. And he was going to uh, court with that. That is something, and make no doubts about it. The pharmaceutical wow. companies are the most gangster of all gangsters. I mean, like, you know, yeah. I've always done a joke, and it's a joke, but it's like people who say white people are evil. I go, no, we're just better at it. You know, they, you know, you sell drugs <laughs> on the corner in the hood, we sell them on the corner, but they're called CVSs and Rite Aids. You know, we wear lab coats and stuff. But the truth is, Larry, what you're talking about is what I've been saying 
very ever since I started doing this show. It's all an inside job. Yes. Perpetrated by people who sell out their own. Uh, Hitler, his his father and his grandfather and his grandmother, Jewish, okay? Aha. Uh-huh. The people who funded Hitler, Jewish. The people who created the the schemes in which to categorize who is here were the Roth. And when I say Jewish, I mean Rothschilds who are actually Kazarians. But, you know, like, that's the whole, you know, when, they, when that one senator said, oh, the Rothschilds control the weather and everyone went nuts. Oh, he says the Jews control the weather. He didn't say that. Okay, that's identity politics at work. But when we take a look at it, it's always an inside job. When we want to take a look at the assassination of Martin Luther King, yes, there's the information that just came out that some FBI agents put a pillow over his face. But the setup, the kill shot, was done by Jesse Jackson and others. It's always an inside job. Always Soros, all these people. And now what we're taking a look at, because I see I have something on here called present day uh, Black Wall Street, which is Hollywood. And the the message that is put out there, man, listen to me. I love NWA. I was listening to Tupac and Biggie and all those. But that was systematically done, okay? Now, I'm not telling you that gangster rap... Uh, that there weren't people out there doing it, but the how prominent it came when people like Public Enemy were pushed to the side, De La Soul, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony, all these all these people put aside, and, and and gangster rap, N.W.A. and all that stuff was pushed to the front, was done systematically, man. While the while the flooding of drugs into the hood by Rick Ross, I don't know why we. I've had him on the show, and I'd have him on again, but I I don't know why. We celebrate this guy. He should be apologizing to us, to your community, for what he's done. I mean, it's just like you were making a million dollars off your people. This gay agenda, this trans agenda stuff. I know a lot of trans. They don't want any of this stuff. When they see this crazy stuff, they send me going, what is this? They don't like drag queens and trans meeting with second graders. But those people doing that, that is inside job. Those drag queens reading to children, that's an inside job. I love RuPaul. Her show, Drag Race, is hilarious. That show she's doing where she's on Netflix and she's with some kid walking around, that is done purposely to scare people. She's taking a check and selling out her own by doing that show. That That's show is doing do. damage. And this is what they've done. This is what they did to Malcolm X, okay? Listen, Malcolm X, when you read the autobiography of Malcolm X, okay, Alex Haley was a boule, okay? Alex Haley, unbeknownst to Malcolm X, a few years, actually a year before um, the uh, autobiography, autobiography was beginning to, to take shape in, in 63. In 62, uh, Malcolm X did not know that, uh, that Alex Haley, okay, was working with a man by the name of Albert Balk, capital B-A-L-K, a journalist, okay, and both of these men, Albert Balk, okay, and okay, uh, and the in and so uh, Alex Haley were FBI agents. They were agents provocateurs, okay. Johnny, Johnny. And so after Malcolm's assassination, okay, three chapters were taken out of his book that stated the political conservative testament of Malcolm X. Malcolm X was a black conservative. 
But the system didn't want us to know that. In 1964, unbeknownst to a lot of black people, Sam, Malcolm X voted, okay, Republican, okay? Very few people know this. He voted uh, for Barry Goldwater. So this is the reason when you, when you, again, going back to 1941, where you guys are in Los Angeles, at Griffith Park, the Boule Seeker Convention, this Boule uh, International Convention took place at the Greek Amphitheater at Griffith Park. The term Griffith means gargoyle. That, that's, uh, that logo that you guys brought up a couple of minutes ago of the Boule Seeker Society, that's a Griffith or a Griffin. Okay, so then and there is there was a man that uh, oversaw this convention where you guys are by the name of Dr. Emmett Scott, Dr. Emmett Scott. Okay, uh, along with Dr. Robert Moton, capital M-O-T-O-N, worked with um, Booker T. Washington at Tuskegee University. You know what happened concerning the syphilis conspiracy? Who was involved with who paid for that? A man by the name of Julius Rosenwald, a Zionist, paid $5 million, okay, to Tuskegee University. But Booker T. Washington didn't want this. So Dr. Emma Scott, who was working along with Dr. Robert Moulton, with, with President Woodrow Wilson, to bring about a conspiracy of syphilis to inject 600 black men and women yep. to see how the body will respond. Yes. So they took out Booker T. Washington because in 1915, according to his autopsy, he had uh, massive traces of syphilis in his body. Oh Where did he get that God. from? Say, they, so our own people took out our own people. And so in 1932, the syphilis uh, conspiracy began and has destroyed families to this day, Jesus. okay? So you talk about the Boulay Sicker Society. The KKK was not started by white people. Okay, I got y'all's attention now. Oh, my God, what are you saying? So, oh, I'm rattling some fences. The KKK <laughs> was started by a Zionist by the name of Benjamin P. Judah, who was a Rothschild agent in 19, I'm sorry, in 1865, oh. in 1865, uh, uh, Benjamin P. Judah, who was also a close, was a close associate with a man by the name of August Belmont Schoenberg. Now, August Belmont Schoenberg was a slave owner here in New York who uh, never lynched his slaves, Sam, he would burn his slaves at the stake. That's why the horse race is called the Belmont Stakes. What? It's named after August Belmont Schoenberg, who burnt his slaves at the stake. That's why it's called the Belmont Stakes. What are wow. they doing? Why would they name it that? It's unbelievable Zion to me. created the KKK. White folk had nothing to do with that. This is a lie perpetuated by the Democrats. Okay, since 1865, along with Albert Pike, built and constructed of what we call the Ku Klux Klan. Okay, so when you look at the history of Black Wall Street, Kobe Bryant was taken out, not because it was his time to go. There was something that he did not want to do that the Luciferian system wanted him to do. Okay, look at Bill Cosby. They knew Bill Cosby was a rapist. 
But they exposed Bill Cosby because he remembers years ago he wanted to buy NBC. Yes, I've heard that. A man wanted to buy NBC. What happened? They took out his son. Oh, no. That was, see, again, these boulets are being used by the global elite to protect them. They're, the they're sheep herders, right? I say it all the time. People like yeah. uh, Jay-Z, uh, Ice Cube. You know, when, when you saw Kanye, who's probably has dark arts in him and he's trying to uh, buy his soul back, which I don't think you can do, but he seems to be trying. Uh, they came out real quickly. Snoop Dogg, same thing, uh, and really tried to herd this guy back into the herd. I've, I've said this before, man, that... Black conservatives are the most punk rock thing I've ever seen in a long time. It, it takes a lot, a lot, a lot of bravery to buck, uh, to, I shouldn't use that term after saying this, but to uh, go against what the herd mentality is, man. And, you know, we see it now with conservatives. Uh, now we've been labeled woke with the black conservatives. Their name, you know, their Uncle Tom's, man. And these names that are like, you know, I remember listening to a radio show in which two hip-hop artists were arguing about how they this other guy, this other artist was phony because he had two 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 parents and i'm like man what is that being said to people and how many times do you to the community what what, what what message is that and then you see like all these shows where these young kids were like oh man i didn't i didn't care i i thought i was gonna go to jail anyways like what are these messages and you know for me dude Whatever we live in, whether it's a dimension or assimilation, the, the thoughts you put out become your reality. And if you're constantly putting out to people that they're going to go to jail, uh, they just start. It uh, becomes a self fulfilling prophecy at that point, and people That's just it. start thinking they're going to go to jail. We see it happen all the time. I talk right. about this, man. Dark arts entertainment, man. And I'm complicit in it because I loved, I grew up on hip hop. I mean, I was introduced to Run DMC, but that was enlightening stuff. Like we're talking right now, this like this the, this demeaning, this this stuff that's going on with Cardi B, uh, all this stuff, which is low end ratchet bullshit. Like if you take a look at culture and Instagram, everything's like hood shit's all like gang banging, hood shit's all okay. like just twerking. Trap. And don't get me wrong, I love twerking, <laughs> but it's like and and pharmaceutical like everybody's doing the 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 the, the, the codeine, the, co the oxycontins, all the kids are ODing, the rappers do that. I don't understand how there's ten rappers dead and these kids still like every other day. It's some kid on OD, some kid on oxycontin on that syrup, and they and mix it's it like. With and then when you have somebody who's enlightening, uh, enlightening people, they get called Uncle Tom and stuff. And yeah. unless and like the only time it's not, dude, is when it's like a black a black conservative ripping white people. And like what my brother here is doing is not that. He's like what we're talking about right here is an inside job. And what, yes. and I go to I go to, I go to I go to you know I always see like uh, you know because it's very easy in Hollywood. I pulled aside a, uh, side a, uh, a, a right. black female comic like about a year ago, and I go, listen, man, I really like you. I've been around the block for a long time, and I've been following you, and I think you're a wonderful comic. But I've been noticing on your Twitter, you're starting to get more into this teen off on white guys, and I just want you to know that white guys really like you, and they're just trying to do their thing, and you're getting yeah. tweets, and you're getting retweets, and guess what? It's probably not even real. It's bots 
making you think this is what people want to hear and what you're doing you're going down a, 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 a road that leads to nowhere because i've seen people before you do this and they're nowhere they got really hooked on the tweets the retweets and the likes to make them think this diversion shit because what's really going on and if the, and i think the masses need to know this that we are more alike than we are different okay and that if if a black if the black community would go to the to the middle class and the poor white community going, this is done to us, and now it's being done to you, let's all gang up and let's come together on this instead of everybody pointing fingers on that, oh, you think you have bad, I have a bad, and fighting with each other. Yes, there will always be dumb people. I can find right. a million, I can have a ton of dumb white people say dumb shit, you know? But the reality is, most people are all going through the same shit. Most black families and most white families just want to make a dollar, feed their family, have a laugh, and get laid once in a while. You know? That's really what it's about. And this fighting with each other is just, that's all they want. Like, the, you know, I mean, this Virginia rally where you saw white yeah. men with guns and black men with guns, straight men with guns, and gay people with guns. That is what their biggest fear is. And that's what it is. They do not want you and I to be unified. It is it is to their detriment if you and I are unified. There was a another Zionist in history uh, by the name of Israel Cohen. OK, uh, he was a part of the Fabian Society in the 40s and 50s. He wrote a, a expose entitled A Racial Program for the 20th Century. Again, a racial program for the 20th century where he talks about future Hollywood and how they can use the Negro. And I keep telling black folks, stop calling each other Negro, because that term Negro comes from the Greek word necro, N-E-C-R-O, which means autopsy or uh, having what? sex with a dead body. That's what oh Negro... Oh, my God, necro. man. And what yes. about the N-word, Larry? What about the N-word? Like, I That's do not perfect. understand... Why? And I, dude, I believe at the highest levels, man, that this is a psyop and in a think tank, okay, they decided let's, let's use some of these, these, uh, boule society people to get the yeah. culture. And I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, to get the culture to say the <laughs> N word. And then we protect the N word because we believe it's the only thing that we can do that white people can't do because there's a small group of people in the black community that think white people people can just go to the bank and get 50 grand. Like we can just like, would I be doing this show if I could just go to the bank and get 50 grand? No, I wouldn't. So this notion that like calling someone you love, like openly the N word is yeah. just like, it's, it's a psyop man. It's a That's psyop it to get people to fight with each other because the word should die it should be done and i'm going to be honest with you outside the black community there's very few groups that enjoy call jews don't enjoy call calling each other kikes gays don't enjoy calling each other faggots none of that shit but the black community with the n-word is like that's a psyop man to convince your people to call each other that word and i know that i'm gonna get oh sam you don't know nothing or sam you really want to say it i hate to tell you i have a i have a bit 
where I talk about being called the N-word three times in my life. And those are real things. One by Paul Mooney, one by when I was cross street and another one by a woman I was having sex with. So those are like, those are the three times I've been called those words. So I don't want to say the word. If I want to say the word, I'm comedian. I talk about all the words. I would say the word. Okay. I'm not jealous. I'm not, I just, it leads to us fighting with each other. It's another psyop to get us all to fight with each other. And it, it needs to go away. It's a, it's a, it's the most useless, crazy power, like hold on the power I've ever seen in my life, man. It's crazy. It, it, it's it's crazy. It's a psyop. When you look at the word sagging, capital S-A-W-G-I-N, even in the Urban Dictionary, okay? Now, remember going back in the 70s, the creation of the baggy gene, uh, two homosexual men actually created that baggy gene in the mid-1970s. In the, uh, I kid you not, in a prison in Jolly, Illinois, That's to true. distinguish who their homosexual lover was. Yep. So the term sagin, capital S-A-W-G-I-N, when you spell it backwards, then you get the word capital N-I-W-G-A-S. It's a sign. Oh, my God. It's a psyop. <laughs> That's it. Wow. Oh. And also look at the way and, and, you know, look at the word sagging with the G at the end. Spell that backwards. You get the word G, then N-I-G-G-A-S. So that is a term, oh G-N-I-G-G-A-S, to distinguish who was buck broken. It's a psyop. Another word I really want to share with you, your audience here. That term is called bag overhead syndrome. Again, bag overhead syndrome. Now, in the black community, I, I don't I don't know if it's like this in any other community, Sam, but in the black community, they have a term. Okay, if a woman's ugly, you want to have sex with her, just put a bag over her face and have sex. That came out of slavery. That Aww. came out yeah, in the 1600s where slave masters would force mothers and sons to wear burlap sacks over their head and to have sex. This is where the term mother F comes from. So that term, bag overhead syndrome, sagging, N-I-G-G-E-S, necro, negro, means death. It's a psyop. The Bible tells us that my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And so this is, I don't understand. I got to say this. I'm going to get a lot of black folk upset with me, but I don't care. Don't worry. They'll be, be, about, they'll be more pissed at me. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> As we're talking about the history and the origins of black Wall Street, black people, black America is the only group of people on the planet who don't know who we are. We know what we are, but we don't know who we are. So we rather call ourselves 50 cent, quarter, nickel, penny, ice tea, ice cube, ice tray, pit bull, little bow wow, little dog. Why? Because they're slaves. This is the psychosis of black America, that we love death. You get somebody like Tupac who is trying to awake us, they take him out. When you get someone like Kobe Bryant who can put two syllables together, unlike Shaquille O'Neal, they take him out. They don't want anyone with any type of intelligentsia or type. I'm, I'm telling you, they will I'm take you, dude, out. I totally agree with it, man. As you know, you know, there, there's this whole thing that I, 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 you know, you have this segment of societies, white people that like they watch the, the mainstream media and all they are 
is like tell them how demonized white people are and they get really angry. And then when they hear something like this, sometimes they get really angry. But I got to tell you, man, you got to learn the past to understand the future. And what is was done to the black community is being done to the white community right now. And they need to wake up. It's an inside job all the time, man. All the time. I mean, like, dude. Look at the, I mean, like, you know what's so funny is, man, is like, I remember one time a long time ago, Jennifer Aniston was like, she just said the dumbest thing. She goes, I just know as a woman today, I don't need a man to help me raise my kid. And I go, why would she even say that? And then on top of that, now we're like 20, 15, 20 years later, she doesn't even have kids. And she's telling people how to raise kids. And these Kardashians, man, let's take a look at these like straight up witches, man. The, you know, what is being done to the, what was done to the black community is being done to females in the United States. They are being sold that the, the, the worst way to act is your culture. And it's not. And it's like, dude, these women have picked the most unavailable men to be with. And these men leave them. Obviously, Kim's been with Kanye for a while. But there was a series of guys she just ran through, rappers and pro athletes. And it was like, oh, man, look at how we're acting. This is how we act. And then you just see it's like, oh, I don't don't need a man. Or I can be around. I can do this. I can do that. And it's just like, well, no, man. You got to realize these women have millions and millions of dollars. I mean, when when you yeah. see somebody make a billion dollars and you don't know why they made a billion dollars, to me, they're being paid off to never mm-hmm. tell what happened. Yes. You look at black America, our spending power. It's near $3 trillion last year. Do you know, my friend, that Nike, half of their uh, their gross domestic product is from black people? 50% of their sales comes from the psyop of a people who don't love who they are. And so there's a difference between who you are and what you are. A title is not who you are. So you, I'm so happy that you brought up this term psyop. Okay. Now, remember the sexual cult, the NXIVM with Keith Renier yes, I mean, a year yes, or two ago. Nexium. Okay. That, Ah, there you go. And so that was funded with a Brothman money, okay? The Zionist family out of Montreal, Canada. So we're getting that the back mega to black group, people. The mega group, which is like had their fingers in everything. And now we're finding out that like uh, Lex Westner, like he won't tell yes. everybody what his role was. And like, you know, it's like. Dude, you had all these women involved, all want to be... We found out what Victoria's Secrets was. Her secret was she was a sex trafficker. That's what we found out. And and listen, they want to end Victoria's Secret. And listen, if any of those models need somebody to talk to, call me. I'm here. I have. I've got a degree in psychology. I can. I understand what you need. Okay. But my point is, is that you know, it's like these dark arts things. Like within, like you know. I mean, listen, man. I know people are trying are going to hear some of this and get really at, mad at me and say I can't yeah. comment on the black community. I don't understand that because black history is American history, and I'm hist. You know, dude. I, I you know people like whether it's Jews. Whether it's blacks, whether it's gays, they've all had a wonderful effect on my life, man. And they've all been manipulated, okay, by a very high power at the highest 
levels, man. Okay? And they're not, it's like, dude, we got the bottom and the middle fighting with each other while the top just cashes checks. And it's, I, I'm, dude, I don't know. I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to say any, that, that I know anything better. It's just, I care for people. And when I see that what's being yeah. sold, which is a dead end, okay, while these sheep herders cash checks to sell you bad ideas. Like, you know, it's like for the law, like, I'm going to give you an example of this, Larry. One time I was walking down Santa, uh, uh, Hollywood Boulevard or Sunset. There was just a, someone died on a motorcycle. There was a death, okay? And they're trying to figure out what happened. In front of me were two young black ladies, and uh, me and my buddy were walking. You know, I'm Armenian. He's a white guy. And the cops flew uh flash a light on us okay and um man these chicks barked at that cop like i've never seen people bark and i gotta be honest with you i'm sober dude i got nothing to hide i still get freaked out when i see a cop near me dude i've thanked cops for giving me a 300 dollars ticket i'm like that's (laughs) the dumbest thing i've ever seen in my life thanking a cop for a ticket but what I see is this this pushback on, you know, from from so we see it in videos all the time. This pushback on cops, right? And I'm like, well, where is the video of the rapper doing that? All he does is sing about that, about fuck the cops, fuck this, fuck that. Where's the actual video of him causing any of that comments? Because every time I see a rapper arrested, he's walking peacefully with his hands cuffed. But where is like we've been told to push back, and if I'm overstepping myself. Feel free to light me up in the comment section, everybody. But it's like this this push of bad advice. It's really That's bad right. advice that lets you get in a position to make bad decisions, man. What do you think the you Kardashians see? are? They're the same thing for girls to make bad decisions. Like, yeah. look at these girls. They get married. They get divorced. They, they stay with guys that cheat on them, and they show that they cheat on them, and they keep getting back with them well, they're just, just dating girls. unavailable people it's like you know this whole thing it's like oh he's boring no he's stable and right. you, you've been just sold this thing that dangerous is sexy when it's like i do a joke about i can never get a girl to laugh women to laugh at they ice me out but it's like ladies you I, like bad boys bad boys become bad boyfriends become bad fa- husbands and bad fathers and you don't change them the only thing you end up changing is the the diaper of the kid you're raising by yourself that, right Aaron hernandez documentary how many girls find him so hot oh my god right. look at him and how many the girls aren't watching it to find out what happened. They're literally watching him to look at him. Oh, look how attractive yep. he is. I mean, I like crazy. Can I have a little bit of that crazy? And then yep. they have it and then they can't handle it. And then the cops are there. Yep. And you talk about a sign. Remember Trayvon Martin. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. 2012. I, I, I was on crown source to truth. Um, maybe a month ago with, with Jason Goodman. I was talking about eugenics, right. And talking about this conspiracy by the government, all of these deaths of young black men and women, Oregon harvesting. So Trayvon Martin in 2012 for four days, no one knew where his body was for four days. Now there's a rumor in here, I cannot substantiate it, but there was a rumor, gentlemen, back in 2012 that former Vice President Dick Cheney was in the area who got a heart transplant. I'm not trying to put two and two together. But I, again, I don't want your callers to be calling you, oh, the bishop is lying. So then Trayvon Martin, remember Kendrick Johnson, the young man in Georgia, okay, uh, and Kanika Jenkins. So why would the same mortician, okay, of the Kurtz funeral home, 
I believe in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, travel all the way 200 and some miles up north to Stanford, Florida, to prepare the body of Trayvon Johnson and travel northwest to Valdosta, Georgia, to prepare the body, okay, of uh, Kendrick Johnson. Why? These are dark arts, okay? Oh, and my so, God. It's oh. heavy, man. It's heavy. So you, you talking about, and then Dick Gregory also ends up dead. So any so when people end up dying, okay, on this level, like a Kobe Bryant, it, they're, all, they're involved in dark arts. They have either refused to do something uh, as far as butt breaking. And I'm not always talking about anything sexual. Wearing a dress, okay? Mm -hmm. You have to give a part. They, they want a satanic sacrifice. Maybe your child, maybe your wife, maybe your mother. So Kobe refused Okay, to give in, they took him out. And people are going to say, oh, it was the weather and it was, no, stop. Okay, so when we're talking about the history and the origins, okay, of Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street today is still being controlled by the Luciferian secret society. Sam, you brought up the pharmaceutical industry some, um, some minutes ago. Yeah, about Kobe okay. and the Black Mamba. Yeah, and you're talking about LSD, okay? Part of MK Ultra. What is the first letter of Lucifer? L. What is the first letter of Satan? S. What is the first letter of Devil? D. There's your LSD. Shut so up! it goes back to Shut MK Ultra. Oh Sydney, ah, Sidney Gottlieb, 1953, who also created the Church of Scientology. Oh, Scientology is a CIA psyop. You wonder why that you wonder why the federal government won't touch them because Scientology is a part of it. Tom Cruise and Willis Smith. I said Willis. All of them are a for part of the sure. Sire. For sure. One hundred percent, dude. I mean, he also helped invent NASA. A very well known joke on this and on this show. And I don't know if you've ever heard my joke, so I love doing it for people that haven't heard it. But a uh, a Scientologist, uh, a Satanist, a pedophile, and a um and and a Nazi walk into a bar. What do they do? Invent NASA. That's what they do. So now you take a look at Disney. You could use that too, brother. You could use that too, my brother. Uh, so you look at you look at Disney and you look at Scientology. Both of those are giant billion dollar corporations that don't get touched by the U.S. government. You know why? Because that's how you get them to play ball, man. When you see someone into the billions of dollars. I mean, Johnny, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't LeBron James sign a billion dollar lifetime agreement with Nike? I thought him and uh, that really good looking soccer player did, Ronaldo, like those were the two that did that. Well, if you take look at the nike swoosh it is the black cube of saturn it is the saturn ring man and it's like what a great way to get people johnny thoughts you're, you're correct yeah in, two, in 2015 lebron signed a lifetime endorsement deal with nike likely to pay him over one billion dollars by the time he's 64 and that's how you get people to play ball you see and if lebron james gets out of line they will take him out too. ask Ask Michael Jordan's father. You see, they don't care how much money. They don't care how many 
championships you've won, if you get out of line, they will take you out to make it look like it was cancer or suicide. So, you know, you talk about Scientology, you talk about the Nazis, right? Uh, and you look on, online, back, I believe, in back in 1979, the Clearwater Sun editorial newspaper, uh, you know, showed a picture of a Scientologist dressed up as a Nazi. Okay, look it up. And that was the father of the present-day leader of Scientology, David Miscavige. His father, in 1979, was dressing up like a Nazi. And so the Church of Scientology teaches that at one time, they were Nazis. And you wonder why the federal government doesn't touch them. L. Ron Hubbard, Alester Crawley, the Thelema Seeker Society. Uh, Kobe Bryant was not only a boule, but he was a part of the Thelema Seeker Society. See, oh, my God. In order, in order for people to get into that $20 million a movie range, they have got to go to the casting couch. There is Look at these rappers. They have to go through this sexual orientation. Goes all the way back to the time of Moses, thousands of years ago. If one wanted to see Pharaoh going back to the book of the Exodus during the time of Moses, that, that person had to have sex with that local magician oh, in order magicians. to see the court of Pharaoh, to have access. These rappers, Jay-Z, 50 Cent, all of them have, have had sex with another man at one time. That is the sexual ori orientation or initiation process, the dark arts, as you call it, they have to go through. This yeah. is some heavy stuff here today. So I want to get in real quick. Yeah, we're dropping we're dropping bombs. I can't wait to get yelled at <laughs> in the comments. You know what? It's the truth chamber. We pull no punches in the truth chamber, okay? Right. I want to get into two very prominent um, movements we've seen in the last five years. Uh, one yep. of them is the Me Too movement, and the other one is the Black Lives movement. Uh, uh, and here's my whole thing. Uh, whole, uh, I mean, ultimately, at their base, what they are right. saying is honorable. I mean, like, we should all agree with that, right? It's like right. black people shouldn't be getting shot by unarmed cops. I think we all agree with that. There, again, we went back to that earlier. You know, systematic racism within the police department. That's why you know we have a we have a we have a uh, powder keg. We have we have history of systematic racism from the black community, and then we have what is most likely probably one of the most dangerous jobs out there today, which is being a police officer. So we have this this convergence right here that can lead to some chaos right but who funded the black lives matter who funded the me too movement because what we see with the me too movement that's just dissipated and is gone nobody talks about it anymore which is very interesting we had asian argento pushing it all the while she's molesting this kid and being a pedophile and pedophilia which all these white elite actresses completely ignored Never yes. stuck up for any of these people. You know, it's my whole theory that, you know, Me Too movement was basically a bunch of people born on third base crying about not being able to hit a home run. And that's really what happened. Crying about this and crying about that. Trying to act like they're in this awful world where they play ball forever. They play ball. They knew what's going on. Did you see this? Uh, uh, McCain's wife came out saying everybody knew what Epstein was doing. 
Yes. And they're all trying to absolve their sins. It's too late. You're complicit in it. Okay? You're complicit in what's going on in Hollywood. And you're complicit. What I don't get is how R. Kelly is out. Is he out? Yeah, he's out. He's an agent of chaos. I don't understand how he has a video pissing on people and all these things and and yep. and, our, and not not saying that well, Bill Cosby Dark isn't cards, bad, but Bill, Bill Cosby did that shit a long time ago. This guy did this a matter of five years ago. People made music with him after the pissing video, dude. And Michael, he's still out. look at what Michael Obama did. He got uh, he got ju- ju- what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> got him off. <laughs> That's it, Michael Obama. And, and you know what? You look at if you look if you're you making me laugh if you get a chance look on the urban dictionary for the word mendenhall and i believe there's a couple of football players mendenhall it means to mount someone from behind while they are in the fetal position on the ground after the deed is complete you roll them over and see the humiliation in their eyes so that's the term mendenhall Okay, oh in the Urban God. Dictionary. Anytime you look up the terms Mendenhall baby, it means that that woman was Mendenhalled in this position. It's all a part of the dark arts, okay? They want to normalize pedophilia. The left, these are sick people, man. Dude, we, I, we, I, well, yep. I'm going to get into about the right-left. I don't believe in right and I don't believe in left. I'm just going to be honest with you. I believe yep. in that at the highest levels. It's two heads of the same snake. And, you know, it's mm. like when we take a look at the Franklin scandal, I mean, my honest opinion is that, right. like, uh, George Bush Sr., uh, was gay, closeted gay. Uh, the Lincoln, exactly. the Lincoln scandal. Uh, boy hookers in in Ronald Reagan's White House. We've seen that. I think at the highest level. I mean, dude, try to convince me Lindsey Graham is straight and likes grown ups. <laughs> try to do that. Good luck on that. Good luck on uh, yeah. that. There's yeah, no you way. Look at, you got look at Adam Shifty Shift. Yeah, Adam Adam Shift is a board member on a corporation, a company, a foundation that's out there in California called Little Kids. Yeah, Biddle. That's what <laughs> Trump keeps calling them out on, dude. That's, that's why on, on Twitter. Yeah, on. where they 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 specialize in in pediatric massaging. That's that's pedophilia, man. Okay, they're all involved. Even some of the most powerful families throughout Europe, the House of Windsor. They fund pedophilia. There's a organization here in New York called NAMBLA, the, the Man Boy Club, okay? The House of Windsor supports that, okay? Not just Jeffrey Epstein. We're talking about on a global level. Uh, the house, uh, the dynastic houses of Morocco throughout Central and, and Western and Eastern Europe, they're all complicit in this. And you talked about um, Jeffrey Epstein. He was represented legally by a law firm out of Seattle, Washington, called Perkins Coy. Does that sound familiar? Okay. No, tell Remember me the about C-O-I? it. Perkins Coy represents the Clintons. Perkins Coy represents the Obamas, Barack and Michael Obama. <laughs> same. These are the same devils who support all of these entities. You go back to Malcolm X, okay? Malcolm X exposed the Nation of Islam. There was a white billionaire from texas hr hunt okay uh, i believe whose grandson now owns the kansas city chiefs hl hunt supplied the nation of islam a hundred thousand dollars a year until his death 
1974. He was also giving the KKK $100,000. He was also giving the American Nazi Party of America, George Lincoln Rockwell, another $100,000, including the Black Panther Party. They're all being played by the same devil. Like you said, there's no right or left. They're all being played and subsidized like fools. And so when we talk about uh, 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 you know, a law firm like Perkins Coy, they're complicit yeah. in this pedophilia. Oh, yeah. they, they, you know, so Jeffrey Epstein, this thing goes deep. Okay, as we're talking about uh, this, uh, you know, the exposing the history and the origins of Black Wall Street, even today, this is the reason why they're trying to take Trump out, but it's not going to happen. And so getting back, I want to get back to Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Black Great. Lives Matter uh, is being funded by George Soros. Yes. Through the open, through the open society. So Black Lives Matter, okay, uh, they're being fully weaponized by the left through George Soros, okay? And Black Lives Matter is the emotional reactionary psyop of black people. They know black people are going to react, okay? Every time that a white politician is in trouble on the left, they go to a black church, yeah. just like Joe Sleepy Creepy Biden did last week, yeah. talks about the KKK. This is what they do. It's a game yeah. because they think we're stupid, Sam. Okay? So Black Lives Matter is being used. The Me Too movement, guess who is subsidizing it? George Soros. Yep. Okay? Yep. So, C I and C A A is is a big part yeah. of that. Alyssa Milano. I mean, has anybody oh. fallen farther than Alyssa Milano? I mean, yeah. oh. that chick's been hot yeah. for a de decades, and now I got to be like, oh, you're just, every time you tweet, yeah. you just give me an innie, you know? It's just <laughs> gross. And I don't understand these women, they hatred for Trump. I, You know, and you talk about Madonna. Oh, I wish I could blow up the White House. She should have been arrested on the spot, Okay. Yeah. Who was who was the woman that had the, uh, a picture of the decapitated, decapita decapitated Kathy head Griffin. of? Uh, yes, she should have went to jail, man. Come right. on, man. See, this is again. They are weaponizing the anger of women. Who was the other actress? I can't uh, a Judd. I can't remember her first name. Okay, oh, uh, so Ashley you know. Judd. Thank you. Okay, she hadn't made a good movie in fifteen years. But all of a sudden, she hates Donald. You see, between Ashley Judd and Madonna, they're worth a half a million dollars. Okay, what is it? Why they're not oppressed? Who, yeah. Who's oppressing them? And I keep telling black folk, getting back to Black Lives Matter, who is oppressing you? Well, I gotta work ten times harder, Bishop, because I'm a black woman. Stop. Yeah. That's garbage. That's slave mentality. Now. Me too, okay? They <laughs> tried to destroy Brett Kavanaugh, okay? Oh, okay. Who was that? Christine Blasey Ford, whose father worked in the same building as Fusion GPS. Oh, that's interesting. And so Christine Blasey Ford's father was with the Central Intelligence Agency. Guess who represented Christine Blasey Ford? Who? Perkins Coy. Yes, okay? dude. God yeah, dang it. So so the see, Me Too movement has been weaponized to destroy men. We don't care whether he's guilty or not. Let's destroy him. What did Christine Blasey Ford said? I don't remember how I got to the party. 
And I don't remember who took me home or how I got home, but I do remember it was Brett Kavanaugh that raped me. Stop. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I it's agree. a lie here. And so as we're talking about um, the origins and the history of this Black Wall Street, okay, you're talking about the Me Too movement, okay? Uh, you, you're talking about Black Lives Matter all being subsidized. And made fools. So we talked. We went through a little bit about Kobe Bryant. Study the land, okay, of Calabasas. Study that land. Or the term Calabasas um, comes from the Greek word basia, capital B A double S I A, okay, uh, which means demon of death or demon uh, that uh, discombobulates. And we're talking about oh in mythology. Everything is by design, where he died, what time he died, okay? It, it's all Luciferian, okay, um, satanic sacrifices. Do you know, and if you guys got time, look up the words baby suit. I kid you not. Baby suit, okay? Now, our, our wicked demonic governor, okay, uh, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo, has passed legislation, okay, uh, I believe in October of last year, allowing, and this is what I'm about to say, it's not against the Chinese community, okay, or the Oriental community, but uh, baby soup is a dish where they are cutting up body parts of dead fetuses and putting them as a broth, as a soup. So then, it's wicked. So Governor Cuomo has is allowing the Chinese community to bring in that type of a broth. Oh it's wicked, God, man. Dude. Baby soup, okay? China, in the Chinese community, and again, this is not against Chinese people, but eating a, the, the pieces of aborted children, it's wicked, okay? Jay-Z is a part of that, okay? Uh, when, you, when you look at spirit cooking, okay? What's her name? Marina, uh, Marina uh, Abramovich. She's a witch, Oprah Winfrey, she's a witch. All of them are the part of this, like you said, dark arts, baby soup, pedophilia, okay? This is some heavy stuff here today. For sure, man. God, you're blowing my mind. This is, uh, you're blowing my mind. Listen, well, I could talk to you for, I need you, my friend, Larry Gators, Bishop Larry Gators, to come up with another topic for us to talk about. Because Let's I could it. talk to you forever, and I'm, I, you know, there's some people gonna get really angry at some of the some of the the uh, discussion we had here, and I don't know why. Because at the end of the day, what we're talking about is love. I have no problems with anybody. I love the black community. It's made an incredible effect on my life. Jews, incredible effect on my life. The gay community. I have very, I have gay friends who mean the world to me, dude. To each their own. Let people live their lives. That's my whole thing. I'm not here to tell you this is bad. What I'm talking about are agents of chaos. Okay, right. agent provocateurs who are there to influence your decision making and to make you to try to mm. push you in decisions that handicap you and put you in bad spots. So yes. we're just here to tell you, I love everybody, man. I've been living off like <laughs> hip hop and run DMC. I grew up on Motown. I, everybody in my life, you know, I can't tell you the, the, the effects that the black community had on my life. And this is about taking a look at what's going on. 
and you know, and, from Black yeah, Wall and you, Street. It's interesting when you look at all. It's, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Sam, for cutting you off. But you look all, all look at the history of hip hop magazines. All of them were founded by Zionists. Now, see, there's a difference between a Jew and a Zionist. Every Zionist is a Jew, but not every Jew is a Zionist. Yeah. 99.9% of the, of the Jewish people are beautiful people. I'm talking about the 1% Rothschilds, Oppenheimers, okay, who the, are the, controlling 99% of the world. Kazarians, dude. Kazarians. That, they hate hearing about it. It's it. just that's the truth, it. dude. Oh, man, you got and me they're excited. they're not even it's Jews, it. man. They're yeah, really just they Saturnists. Are. They're Saturnists, yeah. dude. They believe yeah. in the black cube of Saturn, and that's what they worship. And they wear these religions as masks yeah. to walk amongst us. Because if we knew what they were really about, <laughs> we would be going nuts on them right now. And it's just the truth, man. I got... I know a bunch of broke-ass Jews, man. My buddy Dave was making pizza up two weeks ago, okay? Like, dude, he ain't running shit. Dana, in my life, who I love, dude, she runs her shoots. Outside of that, she, dude, she's grinding. It's all love, man. Now, Ari Shafir, shady. Outside of that, it's all, you know, it's all love, man. We don't hate groups. We hate power structures here. And at the top is Look at the hip-hop magazines. They're all owned by Zionists. Black folk don't own anything, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Gay Z doesn't own anything. Oh, oh, he used to, he was a token owner of the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, we don't own anything. Michael Jordan really doesn't own the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. And so they, these hip hop magazines, okay, the Source and Double XL and Vibe, uh, they're all owned by Jews, man. All <laughs> of the Kazarians. All of them are on. Um, see, so so we have to uh, remove black people from the ignorance of what's going on. This is, I'm telling you, th this is some powerful stuff. This is mind blowing information for your listeners tonight, well, my friend. You know, we always say here, dude. You know, the reason I fight so hard to get people to take a look at the Saturnists and the highest levels is because mm -hmm. you know when when the shit's the fan, they're going to come after our Jewish friends who are just yeah. our buddies, and they're going to take the blunt for it, just like they did in World War II, and yep. why these rich Kazarians are uh, just not feeling anything, dude. It's like, listen, groups are, are people. It's love. It's individuals. The, the identity politics was done on purpose to get us all to fight with each other, to defend people we don't personally know based on some loose organization affiliation. Okay? It's like, judge everybody on an individual basis stop yeah. trying to to defend somebody you don't know or condemn a group because of one idiot that probably really isn't that group and at the highest levels is a dark arts bro outside yep. listen there's only three people i will openly not like and that is male feminists okay yeah. psychopaths and white female comics from Chicago. Outside of that, okay, I judge everybody on an individual basis, okay? That's right. They're all white, and I will defend uh, uh, everybody against, you know, blatant uh, uh, racism, anti-Semitism, homophobia against groups. It's individuals, man. This individual did something. The group didn't. That's know? it. Jews were, Jews were robbed by Kazarians back in the That's day. And there's a big, big case right now by survivors of the Holocaust suing the Rothschilds for their wealth back. 
That's real and, shit. And, and you hit a nerve with me just now, Sam. Where was the Rothschilds during World War II? Dude, Who they, they were controlling Who's, everything. Who supplied uh, Hitler with, with money? Hitler has Rothschild blood. Who supplied Hitler with money? Yep. Who yep. supplied the third rate? The Rothschilds did that. Yep. The Bush family. That's not their real name. Their real name is, is, is the shared family, a, a German dynasty out of Germany, not Bush. Okay. Uh, 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 J.P. Morgan. All of them supported the rise of Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Street. 100%, oh, yeah. dude. 100%. Absolutely. So here yes. we are again. That it's like, you know, and that's what we fight for here is that stop judging groups and start understanding we got sheepdogs that are causing us to fight with each other while they cash checks. Okay. That's by design. They they want see people who are at the bottom of this pyramid, the, the crab barrel. There is the crab barrel system. Black America knows this. So they pull one crab down. So now the question is, who put Jay-Z and the late Kobe Bryant and LeBron James and Denzel Washington? These people were not elected. They were selected. Just like Barack Obama. They are Boule, part of the Boule Secret Society. They were selected to oversee the global plantation of the black diaspora. Okay? To keep black, not just black Americans in check, any other color of people whom they deem to be a threat. Okay, so you got those not just of the round table, you know, the nine families of the 13 Illuminati families and each of the nine Illuminati families is protected by each of the Greek uh, black lettered Greek societies that the Boulets oversee. It is a systematic government of darkness, man. And this is the reason why we have to expose it to I the agree, root brother. You are, yes. listen, you have slow, you have quickly rose into one of my favorite guests to have on. Next time we got to see you whenever you can. I know we're having some uh, technical problems, so we couldn't make that happen. But in the future, my brother, Bishop Larry Gators, <laughs> needs to be on the screen so we can see your wonderful face dropping them truth bombs. One more time, brother Bishop Larry Gators, please tell us where uh, we can find all your stuff. Absolutely. And, and to all of your listeners, go to Life Radio, the, the Life Radio Network, 92.9 FM, 1460 AM. That is on liferadionj.com, liferadionj.com. Also, um, you're showing my Twitter page at uh, Bishop L. Gators, at Bishop L. Gators, and also uh, on face Facebook as well, at Bishop L. Gators. LifeRadioNJ.com, LifeRadioNJ.com. We are on every Tuesday and Thursday uh, night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and also through the iHeart Radio Network and the iHeart Media Group. Also, to your listeners, with your permission, uh, uh, Brother Sam, if your listeners want to donate, uh, in, into Global Spiritual Revolution Radio, whether it's $10, $20, $50, or $100, go to paypal.me forward slash GSRR Media Group. Again, paypal.me forward slash GSRR. 
RR Media Group. If it's $100, this, and it takes finances to sustain a global uh, ministry, a global radio program such as ours. We reach between, on the average, between 20 to 25 million listeners worldwide. So please, paypal.me forward slash GSRR Media Group. And, and Brother Sam and uh, to all, to your staff, thank you so much for allowing the bishop to come on your program. And I will love to come back on your show. I would be so so very honored. We will make it happen. Uh, unfortunately, the staff's not allowed to talk to the guest, okay? But yeah. I'm only kidding, dude. They, they agree. Uh, Johnny, <laughs> XG, you're both wonderful people. Today was a great episode. This is going right out, my friend. Uh, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much, Bishop Larry Gator, for coming on. We will do it again soon. And to both of the, the, you guys, thank you for sitting here listening to me and Larry yell at each other in agreement. Uh, it was a wonderful episode. Johnny yep. looks a little uh, weirded out. We got too many tr truth bombs dropped on him. He's going to have to go home and shower. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you guys soon. And, uh, Larry, let's set it up sometime in the near future to get you back yep. on to drop some hammer on us. Okay, brother? Oh, thank you, brother. Keep up the great work out there. I got to get out there to see you one day. When God you're bless. out here, you need to be in studio, my friend. Let me know. It's already done. It's a date. God bless you, man. Take care, my friend. Take care. Love everybody. Take care. We'll see you guys soon. Take care. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. There's